Hey guys, this is April. Did you know that you can leave us a voice message with your feedback or a question right on our Anchor homepage and we can incorporate it into the podcast? So cool. Head to anchor.fm slash east to west WLS. Scroll down the page a little bit until you see the message button. Using your smartphone, click that button and leave us your feedback or a question and we will drop it in an upcoming podcast episode. We're so excited to connect with you. Thank you for your continued support of East to West WLS. Hi, welcome to East to West WLS, the podcast where we support the bariatric community with humor, humility, and honesty. I'm April and I'm the West. And I'm Jason and I'm the East. And today we are joined by our social media guru slash BFF bariatric friend, Miss Natalie. Hi, Nat. We are so excited that you are able to join us today because the person who introduced Jason and I and yourselves to this concept of metabolic wellness is the one and our only Dr. Ariel Ortiz, who just so happens to be your bariatric surgeon. Yes. Oh my God. We had him on the podcast. We had the opportunity to interview him twice. And both of those episodes, 33 and 38, absolutely completely shifted our thinking and mindset around kind of our weight, our size, and our shape. He gave us a tool called metabolic wellness that has allowed us to kind of disconnect from the, from the scale and our pant size and our shirt sizes and reconnect with really the reason that we had bariatric surgery. And that was to have a long, healthy, fulfilled life. And while our weight and our pant size are a part of that equation, it's not the only two variables, right? Metabolic wellness gives us a tool that we can use to think more holistically about our health and to help us move towards this like lasting contentment when it comes to our weight and our size. Right. And it also gives us way more data points that we, we can rely on when our size and our shape stop moving. Right. Because we're all going to get to the point where those two things will become stagnant, static. They're not going to change, which is not a bad thing. But in order for us to move forward in our health journey, to find this lasting health, this lasting happiness, we really do need to focus on metabolic wellness. So before we kind of dive into the show, right? Well, what we're going to talk about, will you, Natalie, kind of explain or, or tell our ourselves and our listeners and our followers how you came to understand metabolic wellness as it was presented by Dr. Ortiz? Yeah, so I, it was first presented to me during my pre-op phase. Uh, I had an extended, what they call an extended pre-op program, which was about three months long, mm-hmm. um, which thankfully was not six months long. I don't think I could have handled that. <laughs> I probably would have, but. Three months is a lot. Three months is, wow. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, a long time. Uh, but basically the way it was presented to me was we want to be eating the most whole, nutritious nutritious dense foods that we can in order to fuel our bodies and to keep our metabolism well and working um, and to rid it of the disease that a lot of Americans uh, a lot of people do have Um, and for myself you know I was uh, insulin resistant I had the black band on my neck Um, I had severe psoriasis on my scalp uh, so I was unwell metabolically and the signs were there Um, so my pre-op diet was essentially, uh, you know, four ounces of a lean, well-sourced protein. So that was, you know, 
not farm raised beef, you know, like anything that was as natural as it could be mm -hmm. uh, protein wise. And then unlimited vegetables that were not starchy. So leafy greens, broccoli, cauliflower, um, those just those vegetables that are really nutrient dense and really good for us. And that was essentially my pre-op diet. I could have three meals a day. Uh, one was a protein shake and the other two were four ounces of protein and, and some vegetables. Um, but that being said, I did see the results a lot quicker because I took out everything else. I took out all the processed yeah. foods and the sugars um, and my insulin resistance was getting better. And then as soon as I had that surgery, it went away um, because I followed their instruction. Yeah. Well, and Dr. Ortiz, in one of the episodes that we had with him, he shared that he himself follows the bariatric diet that he recommends to all of his patients in his normal life. He lost 30 pounds. He absolutely shifted uh, you know, his mindset around food, he felt better, more energy. I mean, how he does what he does is pretty superhuman until you kind of understand that, oh, he feels as good as how I feel after surgery. So yeah. he has this mental clarity. He has this mental freedom, right? He's freed up a bunch of like clutter up here and he's done so because of his metabolic wellness lens or, or focus, right? And really the, the backwards math, the very simplified version of, of, of metabolic wellness is that most Americans, most humans die of stroke, heart attack, or like diabetes, right? Those are the three big killers of humans on the planet. Well, why do people develop these diseases? Well, it's because they have blood pressure. They have high cholesterol. They're, they're diabetic. They have insulin resistance, right? All of these markers indicate that metabolic disease is on your future. So metabolic wellness says, well, we need to identify how humans even get to these markers. And if we just don't get to the markers, then we won't have these diseases, which means we will live a long, healthy life, mm -hmm. right? That's it in a nutshell. We can achieve better metabolic wellness by doing a couple of things. We can focus on stress relief. We can focus on fasting, but really we eat a nutrient dense diet and we stop eating when we're full. And the reason that all of this was mind blowing to us is because the only known cure for metabolic disease is bariatric surgery. Mm -hmm. Mic drop, pin drop. When he said that, all three of us were like, I'm sorry, say that again. The only known cure for metabolic disease is bariatric surgery. Yeah. And the reason that that is so is because bariatric surgery uh, I mean, makes disappear all of these metabolic syndrome markers, because every other thing, and especially Western medicine is if you have high blood pressure, we will treat it with medicine. If you have heart issue, we will treat it with medicine. It doesn't reverse those symptoms, those syndromes, those markers, it only treats them. Whereas bariatric surgery is the only known cure for these things. It reverses those markers. It reverses that disease and it eliminates it. Oh my God. So we've done a lot of learning about metabolic wellness from Dr. Ortiz. We've done a lot of learning on our own. We have some recommendations that we will make at, at the end of the podcast, but really what we want to focus on today is the area of metabolic wellness that involves our nutrition. That's really what we're going to kind of be, be focusing on today. Uh, so really what, what we want to know is what is metabolic wellness? Okay. What does that look like in our own lives as bariatric patients? Okay. And then 
what have we kind of fallen off on, right? Like what, what do we need to get back to basics when it comes to metabolic wellness? We're going to identify what all three of us are going to be working on really this month and have been working on this month. And then we're going to share how we are gathering evidence that proves to ourselves and others, we are back to our metabolic wellness basic. So that's kind of going to be the gist of our conversation. It's going to be a little dense, but we're going to break it down so that it's not so not so dense. We're, we're going to break it down in bite-sized chunks is like, as we like to say, our bariatric bites so that we can all process and, and hopefully learn something from each other and then pass along this, this wisdom. So, okay. I think we did. Are we ready to just dive in? I think so. Let's do it. So you guys know, we start off every episode by getting on the same wavelength. We want to speak the same language. We want to be talking about the same thing moving forward. So right when we are talking about metabolic wellness, we are talking about this, this health status that we have reached and medically they have kind of defined it. So metabolic health is having ideal levels of blood sugar, triglycerides, uh, high density lipoprotein or HDL cholesterol, blood pressure and waist circumference without using any medications. So these indicators are directly related to a person's risk for heart disease, heart disease, diabetes, and stroke. Okay. So that is our working definition of metabolic health and metabolic wellness. So if we can hit all of those numbers without medication, we are metabolically well. Okay. It really comes down to the flexibility that our bodies have to process and use fats and carbohydrates as energy. And that when we eat a meal that we're staying pretty consistent, no matter what, well, we get there if we have achieved metabolic wellness and most of us have not achieved that. That's okay. That's why we're having this conversation because our goal is to get to the place where we have that metabolic flexibility so that as we consume nutrient dense foods, it's not going to throw us up. It's not going to spike us. We're just going to continue to, to live the rock star life, the bariatric rock star life that, that, that we are, are after. And the, the reason that metabolic wellness can be such an amazing tool for bariatric patients is because it says the scale is important. Your size is important. They're not the two most important things, nor are they the two only things, right? That metabolic wellness also depends on all of these numbers that we can get from our doctor, right? I know Jason, you just had your one year, Nat, you're coming up to your one year. I had my one and two year. And when we go into our doctor's appointments and they run these tests, right? We can ask them for our, our A1C. We can ask for blood pressure. We can ask for cholesterol. We can ask for these markers. We can basically go in and say, I'd like to know if I'm metabolically well. And you can sit down with your doctor and you say, I want these tests. And the results of those tests are going to tell us if we are metabolically well, or if we're close to it, or if we are really missing the benchmark. And how I knew that I could live my life at the weight that I am now forever, which is two, 207, right? I could live here at 207 forever is because when they drew my blood, the doctor didn't even read my results. She just rolled right into that to what I was there for. And I was there for like a, a female, a woman's wellness, right? Like you get a pap smear, you get your boobs squished, all that kind of stuff, right? Well, they had drawn my blood before this. And when I went in for this appointment, she just rolled right into that, to the women's stuff. And I was like, no, no, no. I mean, what about my numbers? Aren't you going to share with me, you know, all the blood stuff? And she's like, oh, well, we don't go over it if it's all in the normal range. And I was like, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, what? You're going to have to speak that into both ears because no one has ever said that to me before. And I'm a little bit shook right now. And after we had this conversation, I realized, oh my God, I am metabolically well. I might be uh, overweight on the BMI scale and I'm a size 14, which maybe I should be a 12 or a 10. I don't, who knows? I am metabolically well. Holy shit. Game changer. Absolute game changer. So we can use metabolic wellness as a tool to help us overcome those stalls, right? To help us focus on our health when the scale and our size stops moving, which is not a bad thing. We have so many other markers and indicators and goals that we can work toward when it comes to our health that will actually add years to our life. That's the goal here, right? Lifelong longevity, happy life. Okay, that was a lot of information. <laughs> Do you guys have any thoughts or would you like to add to how we have all used metabolic wellness as a tool in our bariatric toolbox? You go ahead. Um, you know, I think for me, it's it. What it boils down to is being able to eat things that I know are going to serve my bariatric journey. Um, you know, for me, it's okay. I don't. I don't mind fats. I don't mind the full fat Greek yogurt. I don't mind mayonnaise. I don't mind sour cream. Those things in my family, for me personally, those are satisfying and they keep me full longer. I don't get spikes. Um, I feel good when I eat higher fat foods that are, I mean, still balanced. It's not like I'm eating like a spoonful of Greek yogurt all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but having that ability to know, okay, this is what I want to be eating because it makes me feel good, mm -hmm. but also differentiating that sugar for me, while it may be the real stuff, you know, or may not be if it's white sugar, but even if it is, it still doesn't make me feel good. I get that acidic pit in my stomach. I feel funny. I feel foggy in my brain, you know, and, and realizing that and knowing, okay, I'm going to avoid sugar. So I might go for the sugar-free options or I'll go for like a stevia, which is still a natural sweetener, um, but it doesn't give me those spikes. So for me, it's just been how can I focus on things that I love and that I know will serve me? Uh, and how can I avoid the sugars and other things that won't serve me? It's been pretty powerful for you. And I know it's been very powerful for me for very much the same reasons. Jason, what about you? How have you used metabolic wellness as a tool in your bariatric toolbox? Much like Natalie, as far as the things that I've been eating to better serve me, post-op has been a lot of listening to my body and having the freedom of being able to eat something without the crash when I'm done. Because mm -hmm. now I can eat and still go on for the whole rest of the day with no problem. Maybe just, you know, hit a protein bar or whatever later on as a snack, you know, way down the road. But I can eat a lunch now where I used to just eat lunch and have to come directly home and lay down because what I ate, how much I ate, all those things factored into how I felt when I was done eating. Well, now that I am, you know, for all intents and purposes, metabolically well on the labs and things like that, I now know I can keep it within a certain, you know, those levels within normal range by 
consuming foods that, that are served me as a bariatric patient. And those things don't come with all of the, you know, basically it's a, it's, it's a hangover when yeah. you get that eating because your body has to process all the carbs, all the sugar, all the shit that you weren't supposed to be eating in the first place. And without those things, my body just feels a ton better. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just aside from being able to move around and do all the things I wasn't able to do before. It's just a lot. You can tell my body moves like a, a lot more like a well-oiled machine because I don't have, it's not bogged down with all of that. Well, let's go ahead and process this now in, in just mass quantities that it wasn't built to process through. Yeah. And so to me, that has helped just tremendously in me being able to get a, a huge portion of my life back yeah. because, you know, not only am I, you know, just, you know, controlled by the amount of food, what kind of food, what, you know, always worried about that. Now I can just stop, get whatever I get, wherever we are going and continue on and have the whole rest of my day and not have to lay down until it's actually bedtime. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I think what is, I don't know, maybe a little bit surprising to some people is that, you know, we, we produce the content that we produce here at East to West based on where we three are struggling and where we see struggles in our community. And it was a month ago or a month, a, a half ago, you know, the three of us were um, talking as we almost always do. And somebody said, oh my God, I'm really struggling with, with my food. I'm really struggling with what I'm eating. I am just constantly going for foods that I know are not serving me along this journey. They are not nutritionally dense, right? It's, I'm throwing off my metabolic wellness game. And we all went, yeah, we're all feeling that too. So we knew that we had to get back to basics when it came to our metabolic wellness journey. And all three of us had just said, like, I'm just eating crap, right? Like I, I'm eating foods that are not serving me. This has just been a, a very difficult you know, moment, a very difficult month. And I need to get back to basics when it comes to metabolic wellness. And even though this is something that we know that we need to focus on, we needed the accountability of each other to go, okay. So what is this going to look like for me, right? Like, what is this going to, how is this going to play out in, in, in my life? Uh, And that was kind of how, how this conversation came, came to be, so to speak. Hey guys, it's April. Did you know that you can leave us a voice message with your feedback or questions on our anchor homepage, and we can incorporate it directly into the podcast isn't that cool? Just head to anchor.fm slash east to west WLS, which is our anchor homepage. Scroll down a little bit until you see the message box and then use your smartphone to leave us a message. We'd be so happy to hear from you and we're very excited to incorporate your questions into an upcoming show. Thanks for your continued support of East to West WLS. So Nat, do you want to share with our, with our friends and with our listeners, what is going back to basics mean to you when you run it through your metabolic wellness lens? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's, uh, focusing on protein first, drinking my water. Uh, and you know, if I am feeling snacky, Uh, and I don't necessarily want something protein dense, you know, reaching for vegetables and fruits instead of 
you know, the processed foods um, that we all know and love. I mean, I love built bars as we all know, but you know, how can we shift, you know, those are great things to have. Those are great protein supplements to use. Um, But the, you know, getting back to those like whole foods, I've mentioned this before. I love vegetables. I, uh, I miss having just a big salad for dinner. And you can't do that with a bariatric tummy. It's not physically possible. Um, And so now it's kind of like, okay, so I'm going to start out with my protein, uh, my dense protein. And then if I'm feeling, you know, like I I need something fresh, you know, it's reaching for some bell peppers and some hummus, or it's reaching for a handful of berries with some yogurt um, to kind of brighten up what I'm eating. I feel like a lot of times we get bogged down with just like eggs, meat, you know, protein snacks, you know, it's a lot of like heavy flavors to me yep. <laughs> uh, personally. Um, yep. And so brightening things up with those veggies that I know I love um, while still getting in my protein. That's kind of what I'm focusing on. Cause I think okay. I- other way I kind of slingshotted to where I was eating a lot of vegetables and and fruits but then I wasn't getting in my protein yep okay so for you getting back to getting back to basics in terms of metabolic wellness is really going to be reincorporating more more vegetables into your diet hyper focusing on on protein okay did I miss anything I'm trying because the reason I'm asking this is because right? And the three of us have committed to holding each other accountable this month when it comes to all of these goals and getting back to basics. So I just want to make sure that we, that we're being clear with our goals in September so that when we check in with each other, when we check in with our friends and followers, we've got something solid that we can go back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I would say also, I mean, water, that's like everyone on everyone's forefront right now. Um, yes. I am trying really hard. I'm like, using it as a, an emotional support water bottle right now. Like just, it's going with me everywhere. I love it. So I'm trying, <laughs> but I, you know, that's something I really focused on at the beginning of my journey was, okay, if I'm going to have a cup of coffee, I'm going to have, you know, twice that volume in water, but I've definitely fallen off of that, that wagon. So making sure I'm drinking water and then, you know, kind of finding that balance now that I'm nearing that year out of protein and vegetables. So I can kind of feel like I'm a little bit more balanced. Yes. Whole, I mean, I I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you and I, I think are very much aligned with this. We need to get back to some whole foods, whole real foods. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. You know, for me, when, when I ask the question to myself, right, like what is not working for me at the moment? I'm just eating shit. I'm just eating garbage more than I'm eating good foods. And I am a carb addict. I absolutely love carbs. Give me all the sandwiches, the breads, the Cheetos, the Cheez-Its, the, all of those things. And my brain and my gut is literally going, what the hell are you doing to me? Right. It is like fighting me tooth and nail. And yet I'm like, I don't care that you want fruits and vegetables and protein. We are having Cheetos. We are having Cheetos. And literally I could just see my other self just going, wow. Okay. This is what you're going to do me dirty like this, right? You're going to do me. Yep. I am. I have been doing you dirty and now I'm hearing you and I apologize that I have been doing you dirty. So for me to get back to basics in terms of my metabolic wellness means that I need to step away from food freedom. 
Cause that is not working out for me. If I take my ass to the grocery store, I'm buying things that are not aligned to my health goals. You guys know my weight is up. I'm not thrilled about that. So I need to move. I need to get back on track. I need to get back to basics. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be ordering berry box meals. I'm going to order them for my breakfast and lunch. And I'm also going to be ordering them for Grady, for my husband. And the reason I'm doing that is I just discovered that, that she offers kind of larger meals for people that don't have tiny tummies, but that are nutritionally dense and made with whole real food. And I was like, oh my God, you know, great Grady wants to get back on track with his health. That would be a perfect thing for his lunch. Uh, we can supplement with some maybe easier to go snacks like fruits and, you know, cheeses and meats and things like that. So I can, I can bulk up, you know, his, his meals for him, but I'm going to order us very, very box meals. And then for dinner, I'm going to, we do home chef, I think, or home, I don't know, there's 8 billion ones and Grady does it now. And it's his thing. So we're going to continue to do that, but I'm going to order very box meals and I'm going to track my food using the lose it app. And then I'm going to also be tracking my vitamins and I'm also going to be tracking my water. Same thing. Those are kind of the, the, the three or four big things that, that I really need to be focusing on. But I think just, I have to recognize that I can't be trusted in a grocery aisle and I can't be trusted with my food choices right now. So I need to take that choice away from me. And I'm further enough along in my journey to know this is what I need to do. It's not a knock on me. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm going to do that. And, you know, somebody asked me the other day about, well, you know, aren't you worried about how expensive that is? I shit you guys not. I think in July we spent $2,000 on food. Yeah, we just did because we entertained left and right. We were constantly going places. We were eating out more. We were traveling. We were doing all of these things. And I haven't verified it yet. And I will, I will verify this. I all, I think we spent $2,000 in July on food, which is bananas because it's Grady and I, right. yeah. I'm not feeding key kids. I'm not feeding my parents. I'm not taking care of anybody else. Stella eats like a bougie dog that she is, but even, uh, yeah. Okay. So I will actually be saving money by ordering berry box meals that are not that expensive and having Grady cook our home chef meals. We will still make a couple meals uh, for ourselves, but they will be bariatric friendly. They will be bariatric aligned. And I will share that on my stories. I'll share it on East to West, but that's, the, the, those are my, uh, yeah. That's how I'm going to be getting back to basics. <laughs> Love it. Jason, my friend, what about you? And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm writing this down too. Let me, let me get my little. No, yeah, mine's a lot like yours. I've been, I, I still eat decently throughout the day, but my snack shit's out of control. Mm. I am the one that gets off before anybody else does. So I sneak my ass to the store almost on a daily basis to buy shit that I know I don't need. Oh yeah. Because I won't buy it in bulk, or if I buy it, I eat it. Will I'll blow through it in a day, mm -hmm. and have to go back the next. And and so I'm like, well, if I just buy one and keep it, then I, surely I'm not going to go every day. Uh, yeah, challenge accepted. And guess what? My ass goes every day because I'm like, oh, it's just right down the street, and I'll pop in. I'm like, oh, well, we need this to meal prep, and we need this, and yeah, meal prep's ass. I go in there and snack prep is what I do, and I buy all the snack preps, and I come home and I don't eat real food, I eat snack shit. And I will snack myself to death 
And I'm like, I cannot continue to do that because while my, I mean, technically my weight still fluctuates between 295 and 300 all the time. But I'm like, I know it's not always going to be like that if I continue to do what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I've got to make these changes where I'm not doing this all the time. Now, am I still going to do it eventually every now and then? Yes. But one of the things that, you know, we've been doing is Sarah, just so that we don't go to the store. Yeah, so we basically what we figured out is, is you can go to the Walmart app and rebuy your previous order uh, just off of the history alone. So there's no, like you, you can, it's basically foolproof. So if I keep my ass from going to the stores to buy extracurricular stuff, we can literally just replenish the order that we had the, the previous time, which comes with everything that we did the right way. And then we just go pick it up from the store and that just complete, or they'll deliver it to us, whichever we choose. And that way it just completely removes the temptation because if I get, because when I go get snack stuff, I go to Publix, which is, uh, it's the it's the best worst thing ever because they love you. They're super nice there, and everything they make is just amazing on so many other levels. So, but you have to walk in buy cakes, cookies, you know, yes. jelly, all the things that are horrible for you but are amazingly fantastic. So, in order for me to not do those things, we're just going to continue to re up and rebuy the the previous order that we did with all the good stuff. Oh, Jason. Oh. Not okay. I I love buying online for that specific reason because I have to make a plan. I have to say this is what I'm going to eat this week. Yes. And I don't get oh look at that end cap with all of those fucking cheeses or yes. oh, cupcakes that I don't even need. Yes. You know, it's like my ADD has nothing else to look at. And yes, the previously bought items I literally will just go down the list replenish what I need yep. and if I have a recipe that I'm wanting I just go off of that recipe type it in and get those items only oh my god I cannot my heart is bursting with like happiness because we are all three doing something that my future second husband recommends James Clear from Atomic Habits he always says but in that book, he talks about how you have to make things easy, right? You, you, you have to eliminate the friction. He uses a certain phrase and I'm totally blanking on it right now, but he basically says like, look, if you can't do it, you need to take the quickest path from A to B. And it, this does not mean that we are failures, that we're weak. It doesn't mean anything negative. What it means is that we're struggling right now and we need the quickest way out of our struggle. And that means I'm ordering berry box. It means that you're only shopping from Walmart, that you're making the smart decision and you're only shopping from the app and you're not going to go into the store. Same thing, not I'm going to look at a recipe. I'm going to plan out my meals ahead of time and I'm going to order it and either have it delivered or I'm, or somebody's delivering it to my car. You are eliminating temptation. That is the book. That is the word. Thank you, James. Oh, my second <laughs> husband coming through again in the clutch. But it's so true. This is such a powerful thing. We are removing the temptation. And I think you said it, Jason, this is, I think this was, you said, I'm going to shop smart. Yeah. Well, and, and the, cause the crazy thing is, is I, 
I want a Twinkie so bad, I can't even explain to you how bad I want a Twinkie. And I have picked up the box in the store probably 10 times and put it back. And oh. I don't know why, because they're gross. Um, and But for the life of me, I'm like, I remember like 10-year-old me's like, yeah, those are good. And now, now me is probably going to be like, but. No, but Jason, it's. Okay, the, I, I am not a psychologist and I am not a trained psychologist. This is not medical advice. What is freaking happening to your brain is that is your old addicted brain. That is your old story. That is you being mad and angry at the choices that you've made. And your brain is going, yeah, you're a horrible person. You need to get back to what you know best, which is how to be fat. That's literally what your 10-year-old brain is saying to you. Yeah, and I don't know why, because I but I literally I'm like, that would be so good, and I'm like, no, it won't. And it's I like, because I'll you're go. addicted. It's your and addicted I, brain. Yeah, but I haven't. I probably haven't had a Twinkie in 20 years, but I'm still. Yeah, I know. I'm it's like, your addicted brain. That super highway out of your pain and discomfort is so that 10 lane path, that 10 lane highway is still going, and you've been taking off ramps all this time. But for you, you are mad, you are angry, you are feeling down. And the quickest way out of that suffering is to get back on that path, to get back on that road. But you are doing the work of weight loss surgery by picking up the box and saying, not today, Satan, not today, 10-year-old Jason. It ain't going to happen. And it's funny because I'll look at the box and I'll say shit to myself like, well, that's just too many. What do I need that many Twinkies for? And I'm like, because I'm going to eat that shit. That's why. Like, I'll clear that old box out. Don't lie. Like, but but literally to myself, I'm like, well, that's too many. If it came in, a, if it came in a box that had less, I'd probably buy it. And I'll put it back and I'll keep it moving. But I literally had to tell myself that shit because I'm like, what are you going to do with 12 Twinkies? And I'm like, uh, eat those shits. Like every bit of them, they'll all be probably be gone tonight if I got that box. Man, but you are, okay, friend, you, you are living two pillars of bariatric success. You are living our mindset pillar, which is making those shifts, understanding that that is an old story an old, the old part of your brain trying to come through, right? And, and you are living the metabolic wellness pillar because while you know that that might taste great, it is not what you need for your soul or for your nutrition. And you have put the box down. So you are doing yourself a favor by shopping smart and just never, ever adding them to your Walmart cart and never bringing them into your home, which is so hard, but so empowering that you have been able to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say, but I, I put the box down and I vacated the aisle very quickly. I was as close to running as I've been because I was like, Shit, <laughs> go, 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 go. Jason, that that has to be your visual motivation when you were on the treadmill this month. Just imagine running away from the Twinkies. You're just running, running from away from them. Twinkies is chasing me. Right? <laughs> you're you you're running to a field of of a smaller size and no blood pressure and no heart attack, and you're running from the Twinkies. Oh my god, love it, dude. Oh my god, this is freaking. This is amazing. This is amazing. Okay, guys. So I want us to, I want us to put this in a nice clean package for us, the three of us. And I want to leave our listeners and our friends and our followers with an equally nice clean package. So I want us all to kind of complete these three sentence stems. Uh, I will say the sentence stem and then Natalie, you go first, then Jason, then me, then I'll say another sentence stem. Okay. So 
blank is not working for me now? Just carbs are not working for me. Carbs are not working for me now. Jason, blank. Snacking is not working for me now. Uh, food freedom is not working for me now. Okay. I am going to do blank to overcome this. Uh, I'm going to steal Jason's. I'm going to shop smart and plan my meals. I'm going to, okay, perfect. Jason? Drink more water in place of snacks. I am going to order my meals from Berry Box and track everything I eat and drink in my Lucid app. Okay. I will collect the evidence by. So, how are you going to know that you're doing what you said you're going to do? Um, I'm going to write it down in my gratitude journal. I like it, Jason. I'm going to post water hydration updates as well as going on the stories for East to West and my own personal stories to kind of update everybody on how it's going. Okay. And I'm going to use my bullet journal and I'm going to use the Lose It app to track my food. So in two minutes, all three of us have identified what is not working for us right now. Something that we want to change because we're not happy with, with, with the results that we've been getting. We have described what we are going to do in replace of that. And then we have identified how we're going to collect the evidence that we're actually doing what we said we are going to do. Right. And then because we are all friends, we're going to check in with each other often and ask each other how those things are going. And if it's not going well, we're either going to say, well, is your goal off, right? Did you not really identify what's going on? Or maybe you still are struggling with this, but what you said isn't actually working, right? That shop smart isn't actually working the way that you thought it would. So what is something else that you could do to help you achieve this goal, right? And then we're always going to be on each other's feeds, uh, happy stalking everybody's life to say, okay, where's your evidence? I don't see your evidence. What you doing, girl? What you doing, friend? Because that's what we do for our bariatric friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love, I am feeling so pumped. I've got, you guys really hit the nail on the head in so many different ways. You know, and metabolic wellness is such a big, huge topic. But if we just focus on one, you know, thing under that metabolic wellness umbrella, we are moving closer to our overall to our overall health. And I think it's important that we can really identify how we use metabolic tools in our own life because it, it can quickly become our why, mm -hmm. right? Like, I think I'll probably be a size 14 forever. If I get to 199, I will be thrilled, but I'm metabolically well. And that gives me the, gives me the power to step away from the scale in my size and not be as concerned with it because I know that I'm working on these other metabolic factors, these other metabolic indicators, and I can go to my doctor and I can get checkups on them often to, to see, you know, that I'm kind of falling within, uh, within my ranges. So, oh my God, uh, we will be making a graphic 
that is tied to kind of what we just did so that you guys can walk yourself through this or you can walk your own bariatric friends through this. And we encourage you to share that graphic, to use that graphic, print it out, use it just for yourself or use it on your social media feeds. And if you do tag us so that we can celebrate and we can kind of follow along with you because we're happy to be that accountability buddy for you if you don't have somebody yet. Uh, but we always recommend to find somebody in our community, make them your buddy and do this, do this with them. Uh, we do have some recommendations. Uh, so we already mentioned the two podcast episodes that we did with Dr. Ariel Ortiz. Highly recommend it. If you want to see people that have been shook, watch that episode on our YouTube channel. <laughs> you're going to see straight up shock and awe. Uh, we have a wonderful channel. Just head to YouTube and search East, the number two West WLS, and you'll see all of the podcasts that we have ever done and virtual bar bariatric meetups and all kinds of things. So lots of resources there. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, I also recommend any book that has been written by Dr. Fong. He wrote The Obesity Code. He also has a couple other books. Uh, we'll make sure that we link, link all these resources in our show notes too. And then Why We Get Sick by Dr. Benjamin Berkman is a phenomenal book that really breaks down metabolic wellness, those indicators, those markers, and what we can do to eliminate those markers from our lives. Um, and then the other two books that I think are really great, Natalie and I uh, absolutely recommend them. Uh, this is a uh, weight loss surgery does not treat food addiction by Connie Stapleton phenomenal book. Uh, and then when food is comfort, this really speaks to metabolic wellness. It also speaks to mindset. It's kind of very holistic, but uh, a very powerful uh, recommendation there. All right, you guys, final thoughts for our friends and listeners. I think mine is just keep it simple. Uh, you know, growing up, we always said kiss, keep, keep it simple, stupid, right? Like it doesn't have to be difficult. It can be something as simple as, uh, you know, going to a local butcher for some, some locally, you know, raised meats. It can be mm -hmm. something as little as, you know, making sure you're incorporating more vegetables into your diet. It's, it can be so simple, we get really caught up in the complexities. I think as foodies, we think everything has to be complex and difficult for it to taste good, but something as simple as some tomatoes with some balsamic vinegar, that's going to do the same thing. Oh you know God. what I mean? It's so good. So yeah, just keep it simple. Don't let yourself psych yourself out of making these metabolic wellness changes. That is yeah, it's, it, it seems like such a monumental task when you hear a phrase like that that you're not familiar with. So it's very easy to get overwhelmed. Please use your resources. We are everywhere in the community, whether it be us, whether it be anybody you're comfortable with reaching out to, please use them because that is what we're here for. That is why there's resources in the community. There are plenty of bariatric dietitians that you can speak with. There's nutritionists you can speak with. Call your surgeon's office and talk to them about it. They can talk, they can explain to you, you know, just the same. So just make sure that you use the resources that are available to you because that is what is going to get you where you need to be. Yep. You know, and, and just like what you said, not keep it simple can also it looks so many different ways. Like I'm gonna keep it simple by ordering food from Berry Box. That's keeping it simple, you know, and, and I also have to give myself the space and grace to understand that sometimes I need to give up some control to, to get 
control. And that is okay. That is normal. There is nothing wrong with me, right? Again, I'm, I'm a bariatric toddler. I'm a two-year-old that's pressing the boundaries of my new life. And I pressed the boundaries this summer and I figured out what is not working. And I very quickly saw that if I continue to press those boundaries, I am going to weigh what I weighed after surgery, right? Before surgery. I, I, I can't do that. I'm not going back. I like the new me. And if the new me doesn't show up the old me well. So that means I'm going to have to give up some control to regain some control. And that is a okay with me. Mm-hmm. As always, you guys, this has been a fabulous episode. I am leaving inspired and uplifted. And every single time somebody said, I mean, every time somebody says something, I'm like, oh my God, I have to write this down. I'm literally like graphic, graphic organizer. Oh my God. Genius, right? Apart, we are smart, but together we are brilliant. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right, Nat, you want to you want to tell our friends and followers how they can uh, celebrate with us? Yes. So my favorite day, if you follow us on Instagram, is Sunday because we get to shout out one of you guys, uh, one of the members of our community. It's super simple. It's my favorite day of the week. I think it's April and Jason's also. Mm-hmm. You know, we just get to take the time to make a post dedicated to one of you guys in the community. Um, it's very simple. All you have to do is go to the link in our Instagram bio, or you can go to easttowestwls.com. You'll scroll down, you'll find our shout out Sunday submission form. Uh, You'll give me some details about you, about your journey, about your goals, your ups, your downs, all of the good stuff. Send us a little picture of yourself. It can be a transformation picture or it can just be a picture of you doing what you love. Um, And I post it. I literally take what you say, put it into a post and I post it. Uh, It's very simple. No, no payout. You don't have to pay us. You don't have to be a patron. Uh, You literally just sign up and I will post it first come first serve. And I talk a little bit about you. Um, And it helps me learn. It helps us learn about people in our community. And you guys are awesome. So I just love learning about all of you. So It's pretty amazing. And we did not realize that it was kind of a rare thing. This is not something you pay for. You literally go to our website, you fill out our submission form, you send us a picture, we'll tell you when you will be shouted out. It's awesome. So please do not be intimidated or or scared. It's literally a place for you and us to celebrate all of the hard work that you have done, no matter where you are on the journey. Are you thinking about weight loss surgery? Awesome. Let us know that. You committed to a date? Awesome. Let us know that. You're one week, two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years post-op let's celebrate you. It's awesome. We have another super cool way that you can be involved in the podcast. You can leave us a voice message on our anchor homepage. It's so easy. Go to anchor.fm slash east to west WLS. Scroll down a little bit. There'll be a button there that says, leave us a message or, or leave a message. If you have a question, leave it there. If you are struggling with something, let us know what that is. If you are excited about something you heard in a podcast episode or at a VBM, or you stumble across something that has really helped you along your journey, or you just want to say hi, go to our anger homepage, leave us a voice memo, and we can incorporate it into an upcoming podcast episode. So amazing. Definitely take advantage of that cool way to connect. And Jason, what's another way that people can get involved? You can also leave us reviews on your favorite podcast player, wherever you you listen to the podcast. You can go on our YouTube channel, leave us reviews there. We appreciate all the reviews that we've gotten so far. We thank you. We can't, you know, that's helping us get the word out to people. 
you know, we, we have an amazing community that we've built on Instagram, but there's still so many people out there that need the same support that you guys are getting. So please, the, the more you continue to review us, like, share, subscribe, support, that just gets the word out to those people that may be needing the same amount of support that you get. So, and you guys supporting us is has been the most amazing thing to, to April, Natalie, and myself because we couldn't do what we were doing without you guys being there to help us along because we get just as much from you as you ever got from us. So we thank you for that. And just remember at the end of the day, you've got this, we've got you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.